Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody out there listening. And welcome to Shouting Into the Void, our nerdy little podcast where we answer the hypothetical questions you never even knew you had. My name is Mike. And I'm Cody. And this week's question is, which video game needs a Santa DLC? Ho, ho, ho. Shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, Cody, you approached me saying... uh, there's some controversy. There's some uh, so there's some discord in the gaming community over uh, something happening with Battlefield. Yeah, uh, the new Battlefield uh, 2042 specifically. Uh, they put out some DLC around the holidays here. Uh, I think it was just a couple weeks ago uh, where sure. you could get a uh, I don't know a cosmetic pack or something like that to be Santa Claus in the game, and he's like all tacticaled out and red and uh, you know and. He's pretty buff, uh, I thought. Very I would buff ima- like, I've always imagined Santa as being very buff. Yeah, very strong Santa Claus. Uh, but anyway, it was pretty well hated by the community. Um, I can imagine. There was quite a lot of backlash for a game, too, that is not doing so hot uh, as far it's, as reviews go. It's kind of a buggy fucking mess, isn't it? I, I mean, that's what I've heard. I actually haven't tried it out. I do love a Battlefield game. I just haven't taken the plunge there. But it's hard to kind of take that leap when what you're hearing is that it's kind of hot garbage right now. I mean, it's it's almost like any Battlefield game that they've released in the past has been, which is any AAA game. I, I won't even throw shade at Battlefield. Yeah. Wait six months to buy it, because by that point, all the bugs will be patched out. But... It does come across as a bit of a money grab if the developers are saying, ignore the fact that our game doesn't work and buy the Santa skin for your Battlefield character. It's so funny. So I was playing Marvel with Carl uh, earlier today, and we were having this exact... Marvel with Carvel. Marvel with Carvel. I almost said that. I might have said it. No, you didn't say it, but I thought it, and so I said it. My brain was like, don't say Carvel. Um but I, uh, we were having this Mar- exact... Marvel plus Carl is Carmel. <laughs> we were having this exact, uh, like conversation about, uh, you know, he, we were talking about, cause the only way to get cosmetics in that game is to, is to actually buy them. Right. Uh, yeah. You have to pay money in, in Avengers. In Avengers. Yeah. Ah. And so, and he was talking about that money, like covering their development costs. And I was like, that's such horseshit. Like they should... They put out a terrible game, like their development costs are are what they are, and right. the cosmetics are already fucking there. Like there's no development necessary right. for these for these parts of the game. Like you're just you Carl's just trying to justify it and I'll I'll put it out there in this format so he can't defend himself. I mean, nothing like kicking a guy that can't fight back, right? Yeah, um, right. No, the one thing I will say about DLC and games and whatever back before CD project red shot themselves in both feet with cyberpunk that just came out. Uh The Witcher three is the best example I can think of, of a triple a title that did the fucking DLC, right? Because the base game was 60, 60 bucks, $60. 
but it's at least 60 hours of content. Oh, easily. And then there were two DLC packs, expansions, that were 10 or 15 bucks. Each of them was another 30 hours. And like, if you release a complete game that'll occupy my time for that long, I'll happily pay 60 bucks for it. Like, fuck. And then they released those expansions on top of it. And like, yeah, you could buy like a horse skin or you could buy some alternate appearances or whatever if you wanted to, but they were cheap. They were a couple of bucks. They didn't micromanage or micro microtransact or micromonetize yeah. Yeah. the shit out of everything. That's how it should be. So for, I understand the player's frustration in, in Battlefield because they, they have a game that doesn't work. But you want me to play the game that doesn't work as Santa? Okay. Well, and I think a lot of the frustration, too, was that this is kind of in in a games market right now where, you know, pay for cosmetics is so prevalent and, and so kind of overdone. I think part of the frustration as well is that Battlefield would be kind of this um, uh, this kind of format where it could be more realistic uh, yeah. and more realism. Um, and, Battlefield and, has always appealed to the player that wants that in their shooter. Right. You know, instead of all these crazy skins and things that are happening in Call of Duty or, or like, God forbid, a Fortnite or something like that. Like, it, it kind of has that appeal to be the more realistic one. And then you throw in Buff Santa and uh, not Santa in the buff, but Buff Santa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and... I, I I mean, I kind of understand the gripe, I guess. You've kind of gone against what your the idea of the game is and trying to make a quick buck. Um, yeah, it, it just, it feels slimy. It comes across as completely tone deaf. And it's a lot of the same problem I have with Halo Infinite right now, which is the microtransactions to holy fuck, I'm not going to pay a single cent. And that's why I don't have Game Pass. I'm not buying the campaign until co-op is implemented and it's on a deep, deep sale because... I will not support those type of predatory, I'm not going to pay you $20 for the color blue that only works on one set of armor, Bungie, or not Bungie, 343. I'm not going to do it. I you can't see, make but, me. But I'm, I, I'm a little more willing to accept that one because the multiplayer is free. Yes, the multiplayer is free. And I, in my opinion, it shouldn't be. Yeah, right. Give me <laughs> campaign and multiplayer and everything unlockable in it for $60 as like has been the, to be. like it always has <laughs> back in my day <laughs> I love the young people anyway um just if i buy a game i want the game i don't want to buy it i don't want to play a free game and buy a battle pass every 6 months but that's better for the companies because they make more money because little timmy or little jessica get their parents credit card and go Crazy go nuts and whatever. It's fine. But that's not the question we're here to answer today. And I'm going to get off my fucking soapbox. (laughs) Uh, Before you get get off your soapbox, let me ask you one quick question. I I got one foot off the box. Uh, Do you think we'll ever get a game that doesn't have like microtransactions in it at all? Will we we ever get a game that does not have... Like a AAA title. Let's put it that way. That does not have microtransactions at all, or or like a non-battle pass game. Like a so so I I was gonna originally say non-battle pass, but I think that that's probably more easy to do in like a, a Witcher three or like a Sky you know Sky a single player focused experience, right? 
But even, you know, even to that extent, like a uh, Assassin's Creed when that came out or or some of those other kind of those style games also have cosmetic, you know, loot boxes and things like that. I mean, things you can buy. So, do you think we'll ever get a game, a AAA title that won't have uh pay pay for cosmetics? That will that will be cosmetics based on unlocking or or grinding through the game solely. I am a bitter, jaded piece of shit, and you can clip <laughs> that. But I don't think we will, and it makes me sad. But I don't think we will. I, I will say that will either. the Mass Effect Legendary Edition just came out, and yes, it's a remaster. Yes, it's a remake. Cody hates Mass Effect. He just made a <laughs> gagging a gagging noise um, off off mic. But that included all the DLC. And I happily paid $60 for three games, all the DLC, updated graphics, blah, blah, blah. And I'm loving it. I'm having a wonderful time playing it. I don't think we are going to see a new game come out that does not have some form of microtransaction DLC because corporations want too much money. By the way, I also paid $60 for that game. So Wait, shit, you did? Yep. I thought you have game. I thought it was on Game Pass. Nope. Not at launch. Mm. Well, then you know what that means. You right just gotta off. fuck. You just gotta <laughs> fucking finish it. Business expense. Nah, you just gotta fucking finish it. Uh, I'm like early-ish, first, like third of the second Mass. Effect. Yeah, you're you're so early in Mass Effect too. I'm I'm working on it. It's just it's really it's the same problem I've had in with every Mass Effect is it's easy for me to put down. Yep. It's really easy for me to walk away from. Well. Again, to bring up other stuff, the live action remake of Cowboy Bebop just got canceled. It got canceled. I know. Shit. Well, the it was failing in every metric. People were turning it on, watching the first episode and not watching the second. Yeah. They weren't turning it on for days. And then people would turn it on, watch three minutes into the second episode and not watch anymore. Like, yeah. which sucks because... Like, I know John Cho and the rest of the cast did a really good job, but when the studio's meddling like that and not being faithful to the source material, it's no wonder people don't like it. Yeah, it's tough. Especially, yeah. I mean, you already have a pretty a pretty tough job in an adaptation into live action of the anime, uh, and um, especially like an anime of a beloved, I mean, people uh, love dude, Cowboy Bebop. We, we need to do an episode on Cowboy Bebop, because have you ever watched it? I've I've started it a, a couple of times and just never never followed through on it. I'm so I, behind on all my animes. For those you, of you out there, watch your animes. You you would it is very much a Cody show. It is a, yeah. a it is such a vibe. But anyway, I've, en- I've enjoyed it every time I've watched. I've just oh, yeah. never like consistently been watching. It's it's incredible. Anyway, um, watch your anime. Eat your yep. eat your veggies. Yep. Um. What video game needs a Santa in it? I like it. Uh, so before we uh, before we get into that, I have a few games that have had Santa in them, if you want to discuss those. You know I do, my friend. All right. There are some interesting ones. Um, Santa has shown up in a number of games, and I'm talking specifically, uh, you know, where Santa has actually appeared. Uh, versus- Santa Claus. There's a number of games where 
it takes place in or around Christmas time mm. or Christmas plays a role in it, something like that. But I'm talking specifically Santa is in here, right? Why do I feel like one of the South Park games is going to be an example? So you're kind of barking up the right tree. There are a ton of these games that are kind of in that vein where it's like uh, a little jokey or a little like self-aware. They're comedic video games. Yeah. Um uh, Simpsons hit and run type or South sure. Park stick of truth type stick of truth. Yeah. Uh, so in that let's, let's kick it off in that kind of same vein, uh, saints row four. Had, oh shit. Had a DLC called how the saints save Christmas. That like uh, saints row. I've never played them, but it has always been that game that I have like looked at and been like, I respect that they're having fun. Yeah. I, I enjoy that Saints Row is the thing that exists. Literally, it's so weird. Again, uh, Ethan was on, uh, when we were playing Avengers, he wasn't playing with us, but he was on Discord. And yeah. uh, we were we were talking about Saints Row. So it's super weird that this came up. But saying the same things, like, it's really nice to have a game like that, that um, just like doesn't care, like is willing to do the weird Random stuff. For, shit for fun like yeah. literally for the enjoyment of the players saints row always struck me as the spirit and humor of destroy all humans yeah in the setting of grand theft auto yeah well the first one so i've played if i've played the first one, one was three. very much a hardcore gang simulator the like, first one was very much like uh meant to compete with gta basically i mean it's very like very straightforward there's very little like humor eccentric in it. stuff that happens there's quite yeah. a bit of humor but it's more serious it's not like this there's not a dildo bat i was just gonna say so like in saints 3 they come out with the dildo sword or whatever and that's that's kind of where i was like all right i think i'm i think i'm out but i, but, I appreciate but, but, that they're willing to do it right there there's a game out there that lets you use a three foot long floppy purple dildo as a weapon <laughs> I'm glad that exists. I'm not going to say I've played it because I haven't, right. but I'm glad that somebody out there is. <laughs> and look, I mean, they get pretty decent reviews. I mean, they don't spend They're a ton of time fun. on the on the like character They're models or things like that. Sandbox games yeah, is what like, they are. It, very Dead Rising esque. So it's funny you bring up Dead Rising. Uh, Santa has also appeared in Dead Rising. Oh no, shit! Uh, specifically in Dead Rising Four. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. There is a uh, is an alternate boss encounter in Dead Rising Four, uh, where there's a zombie Santa. There's an axe wielding sadistic clause. Okay, I don't um, hate it, yeah. but I've never been a huge Dead Rising guy. I mean, Dead Rising, it kind of makes sense, right? Most of them mm -hmm. are in or around a mall and stuff like that. Mall uh, Santa is kind of a trope. Mall Santa's a thing. Um, we didn't really talk about how the saints saved Christmas, but also Santa's the bad guy in that one. Um, sure. Uh, there's an evil version of Santa Claus and like you're in like a matrix style simulation. It's very strange, but Santa's I mean, in, in both of those. And Santa's a villain in both of those, which is interesting. Yeah. Kind of interesting. I think another one um, that uh, there's Santa as a villain is, uh, did you ever play the Gex games? There was a really good, oh I think my the God. first Gex was on N64. It so, was actually a pretty good game. I've never played Gex, but I, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Video Game Donkey, okay. is a, like, 
he's a comedy. He's, he's a comedy. Oh, he he gets six million views per video. Like he doesn't need a shout out. Um, <laughs> Got one he, anyway. Uh, a friend of the show, David Walsh, and I very much love watching Donkey because he's a comedy YouTuber that does sure. video game stuff. And so he'll be playing a game, and he's like, "Man, fuck this game." Gex is a better game than this game. I'm gonna go play Gex. <laughs> and then the rest of the video is just him playing Gex and like saying the lines along with Gex, the spy gecko or whatever. Apparently, I mean, I played Gex when I was a kid and I enjoyed it, but like that doesn't hold any weight for me. I would actually kind of enjoy revisiting it and just seeing if it like is any good. Gex episode? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in Gex 3 specifically, um, you are tasked with defeating an evil Santa uh, in a in a Santa themed level, or a, it's not Santa themed, but Christmas themed. Man, level. what is it with video games and making Santa evil? I don't know. I, I mean, I think it kind of makes sense where you have a game where you're not playing as Santa. Developers like, who hurt you? <laughs> I, I mean, I guess the other option is that somebody else has taken over Christmas, and you have to team up with Santa to get it back. Sure, right on, That's right a on. Classic movie trope, anyway. But. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sticking kind of in this lane, you ever play another N64 classic, in my opinion? I think it actually came out before that, but you ever play the Clay Fighter games? Clay Fighter 63 and a third or whatever it is? Clay Fighter 63 and a third. I have heard of it only because it's like an N64. It was a launch title on the N64. I yes, think. it was pretty good. Like It, it came bundled with some N64. So, like, so imagine being a parent in the 90s. Yeah. And... Your kids want an N64, and the game that comes with it is motherfucking Clay Fighter 63 and a third. And you're like, that's it. I'm officially out of touch. There was, like a, there was like a big, mean-looking, like, snowman on the front of that cover, too. Ah, dude, it was like the weird... God, the 90s were a mess, it weren't was a they? Weird, it was a weird... But it was a good fighting game. I, I genuinely believe that. Like, Hell yeah. I remember having fun playing that. But uh, Santa Claus, again, an evil version of Santa Claus, is in that is in that game. Uh, Sumo Santa is a is a available character to play as. I am here for Sumo Santa. The Sumo I want, Santa is... <laughs> I am glad I live in a world where Sumo Santa exists. Holy yep. shit. Clay Fighter 64 and a third. Or 63 and a third, rather. 66 and 66 60 whatever <laughs> a lot of sixes in that um a few bigger titles uh okay. that, that he's been in not that those ones are small i mean dead rising and and saints row are pretty big franchises um but a little niche uh mm-hmm. you have uh one of the largest franchises ever has had santa in it world of warcraft yeah, I could see that happening. Sure. Uh, I mean, I think he's called like Great Father Winter or something like that in WoW. Yeah. But it's very clearly Santa Claus. Um, sure. I I think there's probably just some issues with saying right. that name in there or something it's like not, that. It's not. It's. I mean, like I play. I still play Guild Wars, but it's not Christmas. It's Winter's Day. Right. Like, right. It's not Star Wars Christmas. It's Life Day. Like okay, but like we we get it. Okay, but. Yeah, we get it. So Father Father Winter. It's like literally <laughs> Father Christmas with a slash through and then it says right. winter. <laughs> right. Uh but yeah, I mean it's a dwarf and he's got a big white beard and a red robe and appears only once a year during the Feast of Winter world event or whatever. Right, so like, right, right, right. Sure. It's, I mean it's yeah. Santa. <laughs> world of Warcraft having Santa makes sense. Yeah. I mean it's 
it's pretty cool. I'm looking at a picture of him. He looks exactly like you would expect World of Warcraft Santa to look like. Buff Santa? No, I mean, he's, you know, looks like a, a dwarf in World of Warcraft wearing red and has a white beard. I mean, sure. Pretty much does what it says on the box. There's a bunch of other ones. Uh, Toe Jam and Earl uh, showed up in. Never, never played it, but I know that's a well loved series by a yeah. lot of people yeah, another, around that N64 era. Yep, another big one um, that is kind of like a cult classic. I think they were talking about a sequel for a while, and I think it's officially been like canceled or killed. Um, but in Bully, the Scholarship Edition, another yeah. Rockstar game. Um, there's a, there's a Santa in that. I think that's actually, I don't think it's actually supposed to be Santa. I think it's someone dressed as Santa kind of deal, but right, uh, it's, it's a mall Santa kind of deal, but people loved bully dude. Like I played it, uh, but I was, I, I never finished it. Um, and I was, I mean, it was like original Xbox or something. I played it, was, it on, I think. Wasn't it really like grand theft UK prep high school. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's Rockstar Games, and it's yeah. very much a Rockstar. Like, it very much plays, it plays like a Rockstar game. It's GTA Lite. Yeah, it's it's honestly like a GTA skin. Like, yeah. it's like kind of kind of like how Red Dead is Grand Theft Horse. Right. Right. Yeah. And Which is another game I could see Santa being in, if I'm honest. Yeah, sure. The other thing. Uh, the other thing. We can we can get to that. We can talk about that. Well, I'm gonna come back to that. But the other thing, I just I just wanted to talk about Bully quick was just that uh, one thing that kind of got me off of Bully was just that you are you play the bad guy. Um, That's hard. And there's, and there's not really an option to not play the bad guy. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, like there's it's very click based instead of gang based. So like you have the jocks and the nerds and the burnouts and the preps and like you raise your reputation with each of them. So like you can get in good with the nerds. You don't have to pick on the nerds, but then there's missions where you have to. And so like, I don't know. Throwing rocks at kids and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the guy who plays like, like on mass in the mass effect remake. I'm full on. What is it? Paladin or whatever. Paragon. Yeah. Paragon. I'm, I'm like when I played used to play Fate. I was or I was Fable. always like or Fable. That's what yeah. I was, not Fate. Uh, thank you for knowing exactly what I was talking about. Well, Fate. I know where you got Fate from. Yeah, Fate. Fate's the system for like the Dresden RPG. But yep. you're t- you're thinking Fable. You were good siding like, Fable. All the Fable games. I'm good. Like it's just you're gonna I'm... be good in the Kotor game when it comes out. Um, yep. No, like I mean, to your credit, like as as somebody who. I mean, if you couldn't already tell, hosting a nerd podcast with <laughs> with my last name being what it is, as someone who got the shit bullied out of him mercilessly, yep. bully, like, I can appreciate it for the gameplay, but I don't know if I could ever play it for the same reasons you're saying. It's like, I, I can never be mean in video games unless it's to a villain. Like, yeah. I need to be nice. And, you know, you touched on it with the Mass Effect games. Mass Effect 1 is very black and white as far as, like, it's very binary yeah. uh, for, for the Paragon Renegade system. But there are a number of Renegade interrupts in Mass Effect 2 that you'll probably take just because you're like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And then in Mass Effect 3, I take a lot of Renegade interrupts, even as a Paragon, because <laughs> they're very satisfying. And by that point, you kind of feel like Shepard has been there, done that, and the stakes are high and it's time to stop being a nice guy sometimes. But, but do you, 
you're gonna have to refresh my memory, but can you tell that it's Paragon or Renegade before you choose it? Yes, it's the symbol. The star is Renegade, the wing is Paragon, and it's on opposite sides of the screen. So I can almost guarantee to you that I will not. And the reason is, is just because I know in my head that I'm playing Paragon, and I'll just always go See, Except, like even if it's even if it's like the dialogue doesn't make sense or whatever, I don't even care. Like I'm just saying, oh, that's the Paragon option. Like, except for the point, there's a point in Mass Effect Three when you are finally tracking down and fighting this one mini boss that has killed a very well loved party member. Like, and when when you beat him, it goes into the cutscene, and you're like finishing him off. And there's a renegade interrupt in that finishing off scene. And Bioware has released the stats. It's like yeah, nine out of ten people play Paragon, but of those Paragon players, something like ninety five percent take the renegade interrupt in this scene to get revenge on this bad guy. So That's like you're gonna cool. you're gonna fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am I the five percent. <laughs> no it's okay <laughs> just like patting him on the back of the head anyway uh so santa's already made some appearances in video games we're 25 minutes into this fucking episode and we haven't even got to the meat and potatoes <laughs> well i don't know I'd, I'd say those are that's at least potatoes uh, uh obligatory dresden files reference hit me is there santa in dresden correct is he real correct nice is he like a is he like a fairy that gains more power the more people that believe in him? Correct. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Uh, he he is Kringle, and you will meet Kringle eventually. Is he in a uh, like a main title? Oh yeah, no he he appears in several of the main titles actually. That's um, pretty cool. So does that imply that other that like other holiday beings actually exist in the Dresden world? Um, like, is there a cracked out Easter bunny running around? There might be. Um, <laughs> well, in one of the stories, in one of the short stories, uh, he Harry deals with uh, the Cubs, the Chicago Cubs being cursed, the oh, Billy okay. Goat curse, nice. and uh, that was actually written before they won the World Series. But it's really funny because it, it goes into that. So, like, there's a lot of real world stuff that happens in in the books that pops up other times, but. I know like a ton of stuff in the Dresden Files is like is like that kind of vein where like real mythology, yeah. Well, in like the belief carries real weight. Right? Correct. Like, the more people that believe in something, the more the, powerful it becomes. Right. Kind of well and and it's like, I mean, you've already you're already at this point in the series, but like you find out that the White Court vampires uh worked to get Bram Stoker's uh yeah. Dracula published so that humans knew how to kill black court black vampires. Court vampires yeah. Right. And um so yeah, you'll you'll meet Santa. Uh his name is Kringle, and he is a uh high ranking uh lord of the Winter Fae. That's I kinda hate that a little bit, but that's alright. Well, there's more who's, to- his, who's his balance counterpart in the summer court? Because right? uh, it's all about balance. There are a couple balance, like counterbalances to him in summer that you also meet. Um, uh, one one of the uh, you're gonna hate this, but one of the three <laughs> one of the three Billy Goats gruff. Yep, you're right. I hate that. <laughs> You'll get there. You you hate it less in the moment, but um, for those of you out there that are listening, 
Read Dresden Files. It's good. <laughs> anyway. You gotta get through the first few. You gotta get through the, the first, first few The books. first two are brutal. Honestly, if you never read it, start with the third. And then if you like that, go back and read the first one. See, couple. I disagree. I just think I think I think the first one's actually better than most people give it credit for. Yeah, the second one's just the second one's tough. Trash garbage. Yeah. And the author is even. And then said, it gets better. Then it it gets, gets better. it gets it gets real good. It's good. Anyway. Uh yeah, Santa appears in that. But Cody, do you have a video game that needs a little Christmas cheer that you would like to drop Santa into the middle of? You know, it's it's tough to drop Santa into games, right? Mm-hmm. Because especially where they're not taking place in winter or, or things like that. Yep. Um, how about just spitballing? Because we haven't even really thought about this. Okay. Uh, how about like Skyrim? You know, you almost have a Santa-esque character in uh, Sheogorath, the, okay. the Daedric Lord of Chaos. Yep, I can he's see very, that. He's very whimsical. He's look. It wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past the man to say ho ho ho. Okay, sure. <laughs> like he's he is basically for those that are listening. Think a very dapper English accented gentleman that is the god of chaos, and like just, also very, like you said before, whimsical, happy. Like oh yeah. And, Some might and say jolly. <laughs> has no concept of consequences for anything. Like, right. literally his item that he gives you called the Wabajack, it's a magic wand that when you wave it, I think it's something, one of like several hundred effects can happen yeah. it's in all, the game. Yeah, it's super, it's just randomized magic, basically, every time right. you use it. Yeah. So I think Skyrim is a great spot for Santa to land. I think you do you do a dungeon, you get to the Shrine of shrine of kringle or santa or saint nick or whatever and you kneel at it or yeah the the shrine of claws and you activate it and he shows up and he's like ho 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 like i I love it gives you gives you an item even funnier a bunch of his elves even yeah well you've you've had to fight his corrupted elves the whole dungeon and the quest is to purify the shrine or the temple of of uh of saint nicholas yeah and, and you get to the end and he talks and it's in some language that you don't understand because I'm assuming <laughs> they don't actually speak English in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I, I I also love the idea that he is like, not necessarily a dragonborn, but has like a shout to teach you. Yeah, uh, and it's ho, there. ho, yeah. ho. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it is like a blast of ice or frost. And also you can fly for like a little bit. I love it. Speedrunners would love Santa Claus in Skyrim if it let you fly. What what if it like instead made people what if it was like a charisma thing? So like if you hit someone with your ho ho Your speech ho, increased to a hundred for like thirty seconds. Yeah, like your charisma went up basically. Like yeah, they got I could see like that. happier. Jolly. It's a it's a charm effect. Yeah, I love that. I could see that. So like you're in a dungeon and some zombie is trying to take your head off with an axe and you go ho 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 and then <laughs> They stop for a minute. <laughs> oh, I love the fact that you get a ho 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 like shout in Skyrim. That's so good. That's because shouts in Skyrim go by a three word structure. I know, but you have to find them and unlock them with Dragon Souls. So until you get all the rest of it, you're just shouting ho at people. <laughs> <laughs> just ho. <laughs> I love the idea too that like. 
this doesn't happen in Skyrim at all, but like, what if the first one just did nothing? Like, you need the second and the third, so you just go around, like, shouting a single ho at people, and they just look at you, they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? The fuck did you just call me, Dragon Ball? Well, we can have it out right here if you'd prefer. That's so perfectly dumb. I love it. Again, every once in a while, there's a quote on here that I would love to see show up in a New York Times review of the podcast someday. (laughs) Oh, oh, dozens of episodes ago, we had hot, real bad. Hot, real bad. Yep. And now we have, that's so perfectly dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh. It is interesting. Like, it's hard to kind of slot Santa into a game because you do almost need either it for, for it to be like a hyper realistic game where you have like people who believe in Santa Claus kind of thing for mm-hmm. him to show up, or you need like a whimsical magical kind of place where his powers kind of can be justified age of empires oh shit (laughs) age of empires either he's one of them cheat code units that you can spawn in cheat code unit he has to be a cheat code unit or north pole is a playable civilization and you get a bunch of elves Elves, you're like reindeer, abominable snowmen, ice golems, ice forts as towers, fucking jingle bombs. I like like this. I (laughs) I really like the idea that uh, like your special unit or like your one of your special units units would be Santa, but you're only allowed to ever have one. Sure. Like like the population limit is always one. Right on. I could see that. I mean, like. I, one of these days, and I maybe I need to find a cracked copy of this and send it to you, but they made a Star Wars reskin of Age of Empires 2 that slaps. All it right. is I'm into that. It is awesome. So like instead of monks picking up relics and taking them back to the church, it you make Jedi. And like in Age of Empires, monks are like they die by the by the score. Like they heal and they can pick shit up, but they're kind of useless. Sure. Jedi uh, Jedi kick ass in the reskin. And I wonder, so, uh, has Santa shown up? I could see it in like an age of, uh, what was mythology, like an age well, of mythology. Age of mythology would be even better for the North Pole. Because age of mythology, you have like Greek, Norse, Atlantis. So I guess Norse would be the closest thing maybe to Santa. I don't know. Has he showed up in that? I feel like maybe he has. I don't know. That might be worth a Google. But I'll, I'll take a look. That's super interesting. Uh, what would the um? Uh, I don't even know what this is. The weirdest Google ever recorded. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> has it ever happened to you where you wonder if you're the first guy to Google something? <laughs> Have these words ever been typed into Google? Has Santa ever shown up in Age of Mythology? <laughs> the the other thing that's fun to do, uh, and there was a whole thing about it for a while. It's a game you can play. There's you know. It's called Google whacking, where okay. the object is to search something that only has one result on Google. Oh, shit. That's hard. Right. And so if you can search a combination of words so that there's only one result that shows up, I don't even know if it's possible anymore, but in the early days of Google, it was possible to make this happen. And I it was just a pretty much have to like get an exact sentence from right. a website for something like that to happen. And it has right. to be pretty long. 
it it would have to be. I don't think, like I said, I don't think you can do it anymore. But back in the day, it was. Uh, Look it, at me! Look at me in my huge wrinkly brain. All right, <laughs> he's in it. Santa is a myth unit found exclusively in the scenario editor of Age of Mythology Extended Edition. Oh it is my in lord! Fact a reskin of the mountain giant made to look like the legendary figure Santa Claus. That's badass. I didn't even know that, and the fact I that I didn't know pay- that either. My brain apparently knew it, though. Are we geniuses? Apparently, I think we're fucking geniuses. I think we did it. Crack. All right. So Santa already. Um, here's another one. I feel like he could easily show up in, as we've already mentioned earlier on this podcast, The Witcher. Oh, for sure. I mean, kind of in the same in the same like realm that we talked about World of Warcraft. Like, mm-hmm. it makes a ton of sense. Like, it, and he it's also like, probably is not going to be called Santa, right? He's going to no, be he's, called like, even if it's Father Christmas or something. Yep. Well, like. He, Santa in The Witcher is like halfway between Dresden Santa and World of Warcraft Santa. I love it. Like Santa in The Witcher, like Geralt gets a contract to go to some village and be like, I swear there's someone breaking into my home, blah, 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 blah. And so Geralt stays up by the fireplace all fucking night. (laughs) And Santa shows up and Geralt's like, you shouldn't be here. Hold on though. Santa shows up only the minute that like Geralt dozes off for a minute right like the whole thing is that he has to be asleep to show up right yeah so he's asleep santa comes down and is like oh fucking finally i can give these kids their presents and then <laughs> Geralt wakes up and is like what are you doing in here like you've been disturbing the peace well of course i'm the, the the family has insomnia i haven't been able to deliver the gifts to the children and Geralt's like what are you on about and Geralt's like thinking this guy's a home invader and goes to like threaten the guy and then this, then the switch flips and, <laughs> and Santa like does the whole like Gandalf the gray, like Gandalf the white, you know, like flips the switch and is all like threatening and is like, you do not know who you are dealing with. Sit your ass down. You may be a witcher, but I'm an order of magnitude above your capabilities. Or how, or how about this in a game like the witcher where you have a good versus evil system, like how about Santa literally judging your character as good or or bad, naughty or nice? And if you're good, he gives you like a new sword. And if you're bad, you literally get a lump of coal as an alchemy ingredient. I fucking love it. That's so pretty good. great. Um, another place I could see Santa showing up is in the upcoming Harry Potter open world like action RPG. Yeah. The, what is it, Hogwarts something Hogwarts. or other? shit nerd credit lost uh that's fine legacy hogwarts legacy yep harry potter yep which justice i'm so good at this (laughs) cody yells justice from time to time (laughs) in various situations and it always catches me off guard (laughs) but i always enjoy it like we're playing halo and some guy hijacks Cody out of a vehicle, and then on his next life, Cody hijacks the guy back. That that would get a justice. Yeah, that's that's definitely yeah. That's justice. That's so whenever whenever justice. whenever Cody throws justice out there, I always appreciate <laughs> it. Um, but as a as a sidebar, I feel like Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy is gonna be the closest thing I get to like a open world Dresden wizard game. I thought which, you were gonna say a Hogwarts letter. No, uh, 
as far as universes with wizards named Harry that I want to live in, I, for my, most of my life, it was Harry Potter, but Dresden has officially eclipsed that for me. Um, See, I would be inclined to agree with you, if not for the fact that, like... We'd a, be regular humans and get killed? I was just going to say, a considerable number of regular people die in the Dresden Biles. But also... Monsters can be killed by regular people in Dresden Files. That's very true. Uh, guns guns work in Dresden Files. Well, I would argue guns work in fucking Harry Potter too. But we have we haven't I got still, there. I know. I don't I think that's a big gap. <laughs> like, <laughs> gonna need some essence of Dittany for that sucking chest wound, yeah, Voldemort. I would say Harry with Harry with a you know he, a, but he can't because he's in England. Inch wand with unicorn horn or whatever, and then fucking a nine millimeter Glock in the other hand. (laughs) But he's in, he's in the UK. He can't over there. Anyway. Um, Santa in Harry Potter Hogwarts legacy would be perfect. Like Santa is great as a guest character, like a secret side quest that in any of these games, Witcher or world of Warcraft or Harry Potter, whatever, where, where Santa shows up and reminds you that the world is a lot bigger and the map is a lot less filled in than you would imagine it is. Santa is a reminder that there's still magic out there and there's still things that cannot be explained. Well, it's interesting too, uh, to bring up Harry Potter. Like there is some pretty clear ties to like Christmas in Harry Potter. Like in the the first few books, you know, they always go on Christmas break or whatever. The first movie has a huge portion of the movie that happens that is very important while they're on Christmas break. Like, yep. um, And it's, uh, I mean, it it like exists in the world already, I guess is what I'm getting at. So like it slots in well, I think. think It it would not, it it would not be a stretch at all. Well, and you've got the magical element as well. Like we were talking about earlier that, that lends itself for pant for Panta. Jesus Christ. Panta. Panza. Uh, for Santa being a, you know, a powerful being who has unique abilities and... Imagine this. Imagine one of the many sacks of Christmas gifts falling off the back of Santa's sleigh. And you, as a wizard in Hogwarts Legacy game, need to hop on your broom with this sack of presents over your shoulder and either catch up to the sleigh and give it back to Santa, or deliver them to the residents of Hogsmeade yourself. What if you like collect them all and just fuck off back to your room? You're like, man, well, I got a shitload of chocolate frogs here, dog. <laughs> pumpkin pasties and every flavor beans. Cody, that's called a renegade option. You don't pick those. I know I don't. I would definitely catch it back up to Santa, but I, I would appreciate that the option was there to go back to my room. Speaking of flying and having Santa in it, do we dare throw Santa in like an ace combat or a war thunder? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like a, a, a modern day flight simulator, like Microsoft flight simulator. It better have Santa in it already. I kind of love that. Why? If they don't, they need Santa. They need Nor- a Santa. NORAD fucking yeah. tracks Santa every year already. Yeah. Nor like <laughs> that. If you're listening, that's a free one. For anyone that, out there. <laughs> that has to be in Microsoft Flight. Why is it not? 
All right, again, I'll vamp while you Google if you want on your hot new gaming PC. Ladies and gentlemen, Cody got yeah, a gaming PC. Fresh fresh to death. Right. Shout out to all you Patreons that made it possible to fund <laughs> Cody's, <laughs> Cody's new gaming PC. Yeah. You're going to need a lot more. <laughs> no, but, 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 but seriously, to you patrons, thank you so much. Yes, uh, we we very, very much, much very much appreciate you. Um, while Cody, while Cody Googles. This uh, has to be the first time this has ever been Googled. <laughs> I don't think so. I bet you people have Googled Santa in Flight Sim already. Uh, let's see here, carry, carry the one. Mm, Kid, I forgot how to Google. Doesn't look like it. I mean, potentially some mods, uh, but I don't think actually in the game. Well, we'll give you that one for free, Microsoft Flight Sim. Wow, that's or that seems like such a gimme. Have Santa appear in Ace Combat as an unidentified bogey on the horizon, and you go to check it out, and it's a sleigh with reindeer. And no matter what you do, you cannot catch up to it. In the most advanced fighter jets the world has to offer, you can't fucking catch him. I love the idea, too, that he's, like, hard to see. Like, you just see this red Very flash of Rudolph's nose. Yep. It, it's like a white streak with a red <laughs> blink. It's a blinking red, like, bright flare LED at the I mean, front of this train of reindeer. How about this? Let me pitch this one to you. What if, what if we... Because we've been talking about Santa being this like side character, right? Mm-hmm. What if we get like a Far Cry style game? Maybe Far Cry, I don't know, Far Cry Christmas. I'm bad at naming things. But we get a okay. Far Cry style game where you are Santa. You play as Santa. Ooh. And you take missions around the North Pole, which makes up your map. And I don't know, Jack Frost has stolen Christmas or some stupid convoluted thing. I'm in. Uh, yeah, sounds fucking fun, right? And Jack Frost has usurped you and cast you down, and so you've lost most of your abilities. Play it like an action RPG where you get abilities back over the course of the game, mm-hmm. and you travel around the North Pole. And maybe you even have to go to other holiday realms like we talked about a few episodes back and get support from, like say, it. King Turkey to commit <laughs> to commit forces to help you retake the North Pole and save Christmas. I mean, is is this just like Santa Claus 3, the game or this? This is just Mass Effect 3 Santa Claus skin is what it is. <laughs> Rally, getting support and war assets and troops committed to the war effort to fight against Jack Frost and his Frost Elementals. I do kind of like the idea that, like, you get, again, Santa's power being based on kind of belief or, or whatever it may be. But, uh, you know, you've fallen from grace, Jack Frost is in power, and you start saving elves or, or other denizens of the North Pole, and they start to, like, believe in you more, and that allows you to get more of your powers back. Go, going along with the Far Cry theme, Far Cry is an open world kind of roaming game. Mm-hmm. You come across little workshop outposts where Jack Frost has enslaved your elves. And as Santa, you liberate them. And oh, they're like, so good. we knew you'd come for us, Santa. So good to see you. Oh, see, I was I was telling they didn't believe me. I was telling them Santa's <laughs> going to save us. You gotta like Make, quest around to find your reindeer and save them again. And dude, that, that gets you like eight mini bosses. 
and and you ha- and you get your sleigh back and the more reindeer you get the better the sleigh is as a vehicle s-l-a-y santa's sleigh <laughs> which is i think a christmas horror movie that already exists but um, god that's really good i enjoy that a lot that's I, a great that's here's a great the thing game. though would you buy it I would I would play it, but would I buy it? You know where that game shines? It shines as a expansion pack reskin for an existing it, it shines as like a Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare yep. or a Far Cry Blood Dragon Blood is Dragon. where yep. the Santa expansion pack shines. See, but I think they could even I, I, I agree with you. I think they could do it even like one step better. Uh, what Far Cry Five was Montana, right? Correct. What did they do? It was called like New Far Cry Five. The one that was apocalyptic. It was like Far Cry Five New. Basically Montana. But they, <laughs> well, yes, but no. Anyway, they did like. Uh, I need to be careful about that because Co- <laughs> yeah, Cody's right. out in Idaho. That's I'm vaguely very close. close. To Montana. Right. They might creep down. Um, but. Uh, they did like a a same style. I think it was a completely new release of game. Basically, they have a history of doing that. Yeah, where the they same, reskin it. Yeah, it was the same map, but totally different. Um, Hang on, let me go. The whole Far idea was that Cry it was like a post-apocalyptic Cry. world, and then dead, dead living zombies. Mm, no. Uh, let's see. All Far Cry Five DLCs on the on the store here. See, I don't think it was a DLC. I think it was actually like a separate Lost on Mars, Dead Living Zombies, mm-hmm. Hours of Darkness. Maybe I'm making this up in my in my brain. Maybe you're just thinking of Fallout. No, it, it's a <laughs> it's a real thing. Damn it! He'll get there, folks. Let me let me find it. Just play play. It's a good thing I edit this. I I can. Mother shit, did I make this up? For some reason, for some reason this made me think of... That's all the vamping I got in me, man. You better try to find this. made me think of Kronk in Emperor's New Groove when he's like, I guess I fucking love Kronk. My brother does... An incredible I can actually Patrick Warburton. Hear that already? Yeah, you can hear Dan doing a Patrick Warburton. It's really funny. We we play Guild Wars Monday nights with a small group of us, and Dan has gotten into the habit of like when I say something like "Okay, we got to go over here and kill this boss" or whatever, he'll jump in with Patrick Warburton and just repeat what I said in a Patrick Warburton voice, and it fucking kills me every yeah. time. You know, they also, uh, Patrick Warburton is a, like, pretty high-level skier. Does not surprise me in the I was, slightest. I was watching, well, it's weird because he's he's a large man. He's big. Yeah, and, uh, like, he's tall. He's he's, Patrick, just, he's a huge Patrick, dude. Patrick, Patrick and, Warburton. Uh, I was watching some, like, celebrity slalom yeah. event or something like that. I think it was ice, around the ice Olympics ski. or something like that. And he, he rips on a hill. If you're out there, Patrick... You got it. If Pat Patrick, if you're listening, one no, nothing but respect for you and what you've done in as an actor, as a voice actor. Two, you want to come on the pod? Let us know, man. Like yeah, we're anytime. here for it. <laughs> Open invite. I can't like, find this. I, I must have made it up. It doesn't Cody, exist. 
the limit does not exist. I am telling you, that's a killer Mean Girls reference, dog. Uh, I've never seen Mean Girls, was just making a calculus reference. Nerd that, cred revoked. That is a straight up Mean Girls reference. I've seen it bits and pieces. I don't know that I've ever sat down and watched it all the way through. Uh, I've had I've had this conversation with Emily. I get I day. get Mean Girls, Bridesmaids, and Gilmore Girls all mixed up in my brain. <laughs> That's excellent. Yep. They're I'm all gonna, the same thing to me. They're all I'm the gonna, same thing. I'm gonna steer into this skid now and I'm just gonna like start mixing all those together in Please our do. everyday talks. Yep. I cannot find this Talk exists. About shit. I fucking know that this is a thing. <laughs> I'm unwilling to let this go, but also are you are you thinking of Red Dead Undead Nightmare? Oh, I know they did it because we're going to bring it back full circle to my first reference, which was Red Dead Redemption having Santa in one or two. I've never played two. Have you played any of the Red Dead games? Here it is. I fucking got it. It's called (laughs) New Dawn. Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. Yep. Which definitely strikes me as like a Red Dawn reference. Oh, Wolverines. that was so difficult. It's because it's, has- it's, it's not titled Far Cry 5. It's the Far Cry 5 map, but it's it's just called Far Cry New Dawn. Sure, so it's like almost like its own thing. It, well, yeah, I mean, it was a totally separate game that you could buy. But right. the, the idea was, is it was like this post-apocalyptic t- style world, like Mad Max-esque. Um, Basi- basically Montana. Sad in Montana. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Man, Montana's catching shit this episode. Look, if you're in Montana and you're listening, we love you. But you gotta admit. <laughs> <laughs> if the cowboy boot fucking fits, you gotta fucking wear it. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, like a, a Far Cry... DLC reskin of the game that was North Pole themed, I would play happily. I, yeah, I think it would be. I mean, I think it works really well. Which kind of speaks to the Red Dead sort of reskin that I'm pitching. Or Red Dead is notorious for having more or less cryptids in the game. Yeah. There are fucking. All your legends and shit. Your like legends that. and your jackalopes and skinwalkers and yep. creepy, creepy shit in Red Dead. Which is just a cowboy game for everyone out there listening. Santa has a place in this universe. Oh, definitely. And like <clears throat> those games do such a good job too of being like uh because the map is so huge and things like that, like they can tuck little things away. Absolutely. And, you know, little Easter eggs, and it would be so easy to show up somewhere and like sleep or something and wake up and be in the North Pole or like or, or have Santa there, or get a quest to help Santa lasso his reindeer that have escaped. Or like you meet the town drunkard dressed as Santa one time. He sends you on a quest. You go out there and you meet real Santa. Like that, I love. Yeah, that's great. Holy <laughs> shit, I'm very much into that. Ah oh, man, what other games need Santa in them, Cody? It's tough, uh, man. Apparently, not Battlefield. Definitely not. Well, I'm trying to think of a like first person shooter kind of thing that it Borderlands. Would Ooh, Santa works in Borderlands for a lot of the same reasons Santa works in Far Cry or Red Dead. I fucking love that. How has that not been done yet? He's frantically googling, folks, to find out if it has been done. There's definitely been a reference uh, 
for sure. Sure. Claptrap probably says something like, what do I look like? Santa Claus? Uh, man, I... Yep. He's thinking. He's trying. I, I don't think it's in there. I really don't. It should and be. It really should be, yeah. It's a... It would be I a bet great... You, they could probably fit a reference into the upcoming Wonderlands like riff on Dude, on Borderlands. I'm so excited for that game. Isn't it just medieval Borderlands? Well, they did. So they did like Tiny Tina's. It was a D and D themed Borderlands game. Uh, so so they did. It was a DLC for two, and it was like uh, Assault on Dragon Keep. I think is what it was yeah. called. And it was uh, like a D and D campaign narrated by Tiny Tina, right? Yeah, and you like played in the game. So like and the so, whole like, setup you, was that you were playing an RPG, and that but Tiny you dropped like you got bows and arrows and stuff, right? Like crossbows and everything uh yes yes i don't think you got like a bow but i think there were there were definitely like specific guns uh that were like skinned to kind of sure in. well um, this this is like an, a whole game there's a that. whole game dedicated i mean it was super successful and it was a ton of fun like i mean to the point it again borderlands being borderlands and being like campy and self-aware sure. like you would you were like in the first kind of set you're walking in and it's like, oh, this is super creepy and, and stuff like that. And then uh, somebody like Lilith pipes up and she was like, I thought you said it was the middle of the day. And uh, Tiny Tina goes, oh, yeah, the sun is shining bright. And literally like the whole setting goes from like night dark to light to and then the sun just like immediately rises. And it was it's That's just great. It's super, super fun. And oh, uh, yeah. Again, like self-aware and kind of ridiculous, but like I'm, I'm really excited for that game. Um, That's gonna be great. It'll be stupid, but I'm in. Right on. Sold. Man, I think Santa works as a question mark event in Slay the Spire. Ooh, okay. You gotta fight against him though. Or he gives you a random gift. Oh, that's like, pretty great. Ho ho ho! Here's a relic, or ho ho ho! Here's a potion. That's pretty great. Relic, I kind of like it. A relic of Santa is really good in Slay the Spire. All right, now that we're talking about games that we love, let's just this episode can be six hours long. Uh, Hell yeah! What about uh, like Hades? Oh, fuck. we made a reference to this in the holidays episode where we talked about the different holiday realms. Mm-hmm. I want a Hades game based around the traditional holidays of North America. I love it. Like, and why, why, answer me this, Cody. Why is Santa in Hades voiced by the same guy that voices Poseidon? Dude, perfect. I'm in. Sold. Like, and <laughs> Hey, little Hades. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty, that was really good. Bravo, sir. Thank Uh, you. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) oh man. But like the character model for Hades is even a little Santa-ish. Yeah, for Hades, he, oh my God. What if you booted up the game on December 25th and Hades has a Santa hat on is like, we do this one day a year. You will tell no one. I love that. That would be, again, that's a free one for you developers out there. Listeners, if you haven't played Hades, play Hades. Like, 
It's I worth waited. the price tag. Whatever it is, it's worth the price tag. The storyline, the gameplay, the voice acting and music alone are incredible. Like people who I know are listening to this, Colin, Jimmy, Carl, play Hades. Like yeah. you will not regret it. You it's, guys it's incredible. You guys will love that game. I'm telling you right now, it is incredible. And it would be even better if it had Santa in it. Man, I I hope we get a Sadie's too or a Sadie's. Jesus. <laughs> Sadistic Hades? I mean, it's already a tough game. Apparently talking's tough for me. Uh I really hope we get a Hades too. Look, I'm I'm uh, the one that's a double Manhattan deep, man. You got man, no I, excuse. I went uh moonshine, uh apple pie moonshine, warm. It was very Ooh, good. There you go. Got Christmas cookies to go bake tonight. I think we'll get a Hades too. I don't think we'll get it right away. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what it would be. I I think you're probably trying to take over Mount Olympus or something like that. Yeah, maybe. It turns it on its head a little bit. That would probably be where they go with it for sure. But I'd love for there to be a Santa. Yeah, I'd love for it to be super weird and be like the holiday realms or something, you know, totally different. I pitched what a sports. What if it was like Roman? Yeah, I, the sports one I really like too. But what if it was like you took on the Roman gods? So Mars, Neptune, Jupiter, Pluto, all them, like which are just res- re- yeah. reskins of the Greek gods. But that could be cool, like Greek versus Roman to see who comes out on top. Yeah, I'd be in it. I pitched the sports Hades to you a while. I really back. enjoy that. <laughs> so, I really enjoy that. Did we talk like, about it on the pod? We haven't talked about it on the pod, but I'm just imagining instead of getting boons from the Greek gods, like you know, getting boons from Ares and Athena, you're getting boons from Jordan and Brady and Gretzky and Sanders, Tiger and Woods. Ty- you're getting boons from Tiger Woods. You're getting boons from Babe Ruth, from Phelps, from the like Serena Venus, Williams. Venus and yeah. Serena Williams, like some of the greats of their different sports. And then, for the most part, you can get these folks to actually voice act these people, which is hysterical. That's pretty great. Yeah, I didn't even consider that option. That like, if it were bought into, like you could get most of those people. <laughs> or, or you go boons based on each. Would no, because the the weapons would have to be the sports equipment, right? But I'm just I I don't know how it would happen. But in a sports version of Hades, you would need to get a boon where you open up the boon and it's just Alex Ovechkin going, we're not going to be fucking suck this year. (laughs) (laughs) I need it. I need it in my life. I kind of just love it being like, I love a sports Hades being just like specific to a sport even. Like a football Hades? Or like a hockey Hades. Hockey Hades is great. Basketball Hades is great. Baseball Hades is incredible. I I think, man. I think sports is better because you make all games Hades, and I'm happy. Honestly, like, if you haven't played it, go play it because Santa would be great in it. Yeah. God, I'm trying to think of other games that Santa would be really, really good in. Well, Um, that's the beauty of this, Mike, is that we can put it to the audience, folks. If you have a game that you think Santa needs to make an appearance in, get at us on all social media at SITV pod. Like let us know if we messed up or if we're missing some deep bit of Santa lore. 
this one was a little bit rambly, but we hope you enjoyed it and hope <laughs> that you're frantically Googling everything we talked about as much as Cody did. Um, please check us out. Please like and subscribe. Please share us with somebody in your life that you think would enjoy a little bit of comedy with their nerdery. And if you really love us and want to support us, please consider becoming a patron of ours on Patreon. Uh, five bucks a month gets you an additional 15 to 20 minutes to 30 minutes of content a week. We do a special mini episode. It gets you a special role in our Discord. It gets you a shout out in each episode. And it gets you better access to us if you have questions or if you have things you want to talk about. I know that uh, one of our patrons, uh, we'll go ahead and make this a shout out to him. My my good buddy Jimmy has seen it out of the kindness of his heart to support us on Patreon. Thank you so much. And yeah, thanks, Jimmy. He has wanted to and wants to in the future be on with us for a Marvel What the Fuck episode because he has been sending me all sorts of crazy shit. Did you know there was a six-armed Spider-Man? Uh, like actual arms? Yes, like a human with six arms. I don't, I don't think I knew that. I didn't either, but Jimmy sent it to me and said, buddy, this is fucked up. We need to, we need to talk about this. I'm like, let's have you on the pod. Let's talk about this. So in the near future, we'll make sure that we'll make sure that happens. But, uh, thank you patrons for supporting us. Thank you listeners for listening to us. You can find us on all social media at SITV pod. As I said, any final thoughts, Cody? No, uh, uh, thank you all again. Thank you, Jimmy, uh, for being a Patreon. Thank you to the rest of our Patreon members. Those episodes come out on Fridays. Um, get a whole bunch of bonus content. Mike talked about it. I'm yep. good to go. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. It's that time yep. of year. Spend some it, time with family. Be safe. Family and friends. Be safe. Look after your pets. Make sure that you got air in your tires. It's getting cold. And Man, that was a full dad recommendation. Man, I'm dealing with shit right now. One of my tires has a slow leak. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, um, we'll get you next time. On. We got shit going on. I could use some Santa in my life. I don't know about you, Cody. I could definitely use some Santa in my life and in my right video on. games. And in my video games. Thanks for listening, folks. Until next week, my name is Mike. And I'm Cody. Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> I don't know if that was Fustro Da or Street Fighter, but I'm here for either one oh of them. Oh my god. Ugh. Santa needs to be in Soul Calibur. We didn't even fucking talk about that. Dude, Santa in Soul Calibur. Alright, I'm here for it. Fighting game Santas. I'm in. A soul requires a sword. And a sword <laughs> requires presence. I thought you were gonna say a Santa. <laughs> if only. <laughs>